Hello and welcome to the Code Moments podcast. I'm Andy Brown at Clinical Andy on Twitter. And uh, Matthew, here's Matthew. Matthew. Hello, I'm Matt Holt at Code Moments on Twitter. How are you all doing? Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. Good. Good. And how are you doing? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm excited. It's actually been a couple of weeks since we last recorded anything because that AMA podcast just sounded like it took forever to get through. To be honest, when I had time to actually sit down and do it, it wasn't that bad. I've just been really busy, ridiculously busy. I'm starting a new job tomorrow. Yay. We should have known. It's it's Christmas. It's new job time. I know. It's new job time. Yay. <laughs> uh, not moving house this time, thankfully. Made that a lot easier. But it's just been busy. And apologies. Yeah. So uh, this one, I'm going to edit it tomorrow. All right. No, tell a lie. Starting a new job on Tuesday. Meant to be tomorrow. But my IT equipment, not really. So uh, get a day's reprieve. So we'll get this one out a little bit quicker. Yes. And because it is technically our beginning of the month podcast, it's as you probably guessed, the Code It Momentum podcast. It is, yeah. It's that one where we um, we detail exactly who we're going to be giving my money to. <laughs> Isn't the one? Yes. And you, you can't see this, but there is a big smile on my face because this month it's, it's your money. I think, I think I've done the last couple and it needs to swap back. Yeah, all right, whatever. All right. Um, <laughs> curses. Uh, until then, I'm going to make you... Um, I'm going to make you work hard for my cash then. All right. Tell us about what we've been... Uh, what, what have we been doing in the past month? Well, we've been doing on the site over the last month. Well, from sort of a review standpoint, going back to the earliest one from November, I'd, I, there's a, a little game that I, I don't know if we've mentioned or not, uh, but Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. I thought you were going to say the other one, the burger <laughs> flipping zombie one. I was about to say, oh yeah, you mentioned it on one, one of the podcasts briefly. No, Wolfenstein 2, we've done ad infinitum. Yeah, we've got two, three standalone podcasts for that. So I'm not going to go into it again. But yeah, reviews on the site, really enjoyed it. (laughs) But as I've been looking through, I've realised that... What are you shaking your head at? You've just been plunged into absolute darkness. (laughs) I don't know what's happened. (laughs) I was using my TV as a backlight. (laughs) It's just auto-switched itself off. That that explains it. Yeah, yeah, I have to to realise I need to get... There we go, I'm back. I need to get a lamp for this corner. Anyway, right, back to it. So, as I was looking through the rest of the reviews on the site and what we've done over the last four weeks is I've realised they're all VR games through the whole of November. Which is nice. I think we'd had a conversation not long ago where I was a little bit sceptical about the whole thing and you were going, no, no, there is content. And clearly, there is content. Yeah, yeah, there is. So, so Dead Hungry, as you mentioned, we talked about briefly... And it's a burger time management game where you lob them at zombies to cure them of the plague. How does that work? So you're in a burger van that rocks up um, at the same place every single level. And you have to cook food. You have to cook and make your burgers, uh, cook some pizzas up, fry some fr- chips, and lob them out of the van at the zombies to slow their approach and turn them back into humans. It's f- quite fast-paced. It's very difficult. You have to manage a lot of different things at once. And it, it's decent fun for the first few levels. But once you've gone 10, 11, 12 levels in, and there are a lot of levels, you just get a little bit bored because it's the same environment and it's the same type of stuff. It's all right. It's worth a go. I think the reason I'm most disappointed with it is it's from Q Games, who made the Pixel Junk games. And I have really enjoyed all their games. And so it was slightly disappointing that it was so samey all the way through. There's a couple of zombie types that change where you have to use specific things to sort them out. If there's a zombie on fire, you have to give it a drink to put it out. It's, it's not got enough variety in it to really keep you going. I suppose that if we now know they're working in the field of VR, then, then maybe maybe they're going to come back with something stronger. Yeah. Is there a decent tower defense game in VR? Because I imagine that would 
be something that can actually work? There is one that's kind of tower defense, but mixed with a couple of other things. And I am struggling to remember the name of it. I've I've reviewed it as well. Bell something. Oh, it it eludes me. I can't think of the name of it, but it it's basically kind of yeah, the three D world tower defense where you're almost it's almost a bit of real time strategy as well, and you're you're taking the the viewpoint of the god looking down on the map and manipulating everything. It does work really well. So tower defense in that environment could be absolutely brilliant. We're just yeah waiting to find and and see one of those games get released. I'd, I'd take Pixel Junk Monsters in a VR environment. I'd happily play that again. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of directly was Pixel Junk Monsters. Actually, that especially if you um, especially if you had to dance to upgrade your tower. Oh. <laughs> Move controllers out, specific shapes being thrown. That could be quite amusing. <laughs> the other game you're talking about, the godlike tower defense slash populous clone, was it Tethered? Tethered, yes, that's it. Why, don't, why I was thinking spell something, I don't know, but Tethered, yeah. Dead Hungry, it's alright, it's worth a blast. Um, reasonably funny if there'd be a group of you. But uh, longevity on it, no. No, I, I just don't think there is. And that has been the issue with a lot of the games, that they're more experiences and shorts, up until the middle of November when they did it. They released Skyrim on VR. Without doubt, whilst I've enjoyed VR, I'm glad I've got it, and I like playing the various different experiences, playing Skyrim has reignited my enthusiasm for the medium. Oh, really? Really? Yes, it is phenomenal. I don't care that it looks a little bit like a dated PS3 game. When you're in it, you are in that world. You are inhabiting your character, and you, you really do feel part of it. You can't describe what it's like to have a dragon land next to you and then breathe flames in your face. It's it's just one of those things. It's just unbelievable. And you know, zooming out into the map, picking where you want to go, where you want to go, where you want to land. The map in Skyrim was always reasonably impressive, but it just wasn't very functional because you couldn't necessarily see where you were going. You just had the place markers. Well, using the map in VR is actually being able to look at, um, you can see buildings, you can see the outlines of settlements, you can use it for exploration as well as just as a fast travel point, which is really nice. It does work really well, but it's just the immersion. It's walking down the hall of Dragon's Reach to see the Jarl and and glancing up and just realising there's about 50 feet of space above you. It's spotting the red moon it's the stars it's really strange because i think in the entire time the 160 odd hours i put into that game on ps3 i don't ever remember looking up at the skybox and now just because it's standard head movement you you do you look around you notice more you see more and you feel there it is just really really good and Nothing came out. It didn't come off the machine for two weeks. It was sat in rest mode for the entire time. Wow, okay, that sounds good. It was. And uh, the only reason it actually came out of my machine is because the next VR title landed, and that was Doom VFR. So what's that like? I mean, because it's, it's not a remake, it's a new chapter, is that what we're Yeah, it's, it? it's fair. To, it's a little standalone adventure, probably three to four hours long. All the levels are rehashed levels from doom 2016 and you're playing an unfortunate possibly a lab technician or a security guard who gets killed but his consciousness is transferred to an android 
and you're basically trying to almost clean up a little bit after Doom Guy by exploring the same areas, doing some similar puzzles, and basically just trying to shut the portal to hell. So it's after Doom Guy's been through then. I'll be honest, it's hard to tell whether it's after, whether it's before, or whether it's you know just at the same time. It, it's not blindingly obvious, but you are going through the same areas. And I get the feeling it's after, but I don't, I don't really know. However, its selling point for me was use of the AIM controller. So there are a few games out there which use the AIM controller, which are great, but opportunity to use Doom with it, full twin-stick controls for movement, and then pointing and aiming on screen superb it works brilliantly smooth fast-paced really really good graphical resolution for the headset of course it's not your ps4 visuals because the screen resolution isn't that in the in the vr headset but it's still stunning and again depth scale and the first time one of the hell barons charges at you it's it's just immense it is unnerving but gratifying as well and just wielding the weapons. It's stunning. It is a great little experience. One that you're probably doing short chunks. You don't spend full three, four hours in there. You just you just, you know have a bit of a blast, do a couple of levels, move on to something else, or just take a break from it. There's no, and this is the same apply for Skyrim, I didn't experience any motion sickness. Now, one of the things I actually wanted to ask you about Skyrim was... Um... You've just said oh, Doom, something you're going to play in short chunks, probably not going to put three or four hours in at a time. Is that just because of the game or because of the VR? And, and with Skyrim, that's certainly a game you could lose hours and hours yeah. in. Well, you do. You still you still lose hours in Skyrim. Even with the headset on? and Even with the headset on. I think with them, because it's a it's a slightly more gentle experience, it's more comfortable to stay in it. And, and yeah, I was probably late to bed for like 10 days straight, playing it because you, you just put it on you think you've been in there half an hour and two hours have gone past you just absorbed into it but the dual shock controls on that i think that a dual shock control with a first person game tends to be what really does cause the motion sickness or it does for me and um, with skyrim they're putting a lot of field of view limiting options so that anytime you're moving the screen kind of draws in on you so you're focused very narrowly on where you're looking and what you're actually aiming at so so that movement, whether you're turning, whether you're running, it, it doesn't impact your inner ear as much. It, it kind of trims it down, and it's fully oh, customizable. You can switch it all off if you want, or you can really impact it and ramp it up. And it just made it more comfortable to be in the game. And to be honest, after after five minutes of your first playthrough, you don't even notice it, it, it actually doing it after a while. You just get so used to it. Doom was a little bit different. It might be holding... The aim controller and actually feeling physically present in the in the world as well, especially if you stood up and you're playing it. So it it, it just where I expected a game like that to really impact on, in effect, making you feel really queasy. It didn't. It didn't at all. I was really so surprised. In fact, it did it even less than Skyrim. And Skyrim is barely noticeable once I got the um, field of view settings right. Oh, cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that. So, um, thumbs up for Doom VFR. Good price point as well for it. I paid 13 quid. Can't argue with that, really. Pre-order, 13 quid. So I'm not complaining of that at all. Skyrim... Skyrim's full price. Is it? it's, I'll be honest, it's worth it. If I hadn't been sent a review copy, I probably wouldn't have bought it, though, for a while until it was on offer. But that's only... That's personal, because I've already owned three copies of it. 
if you've never owned it or you've owned it and not played it in seven years, and it's definitely worth the money. It is it's a value for money game in Skyrim. Good stuff. Thank you. Uh, I, we were talking earlier. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Oranges. That's not <laughs> mistakenly called it. And I can't get my head around calling it or anything other than that now. It's like Batman Arkham Oranges. So that's a very popular <laughs> game. So I like I like Oranges. It's been really good. That was uh, on sale on the PlayStation Store. The 12 Days of Christmas sale has been back. Yeah, it's still been bad, has it? I've I've been keeping an eye out for is there anything I really, really want that I haven't already got or I'm, I'm toying with. I'm going to see how it goes. Uh, I haven't seen anything that's made me jump in yet. But there have been some other little ancillary deals here and there, which I've uh, I've been very tempted by, and I've stuck in my basket. Everything that I've seen is stuff that I've bought fairly recently, but it is recent stuff. Yeah, I think the 12 Days of Christmas sale usually is very good, isn't it? And um, especially when you get down to whatever they put on for Christmas Eve is usually something brand new at a good discount. All right, then. Yeah, good. Uh, so... Speaking of what we've been playing, well, what you've been playing, really, I suppose. I don't get many times to play games yeah. anymore. I just edit podcasts and exist. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna check in because I haven't been playing these yet, but one of them I will be very soon, and the other I, I I will be in the near future. Thinking on the VR front and our discussions about whether it's been worth getting or not, or whether it is actually worth buying if you don't already own one. It was nice to hear that Sony is very definitely continuing its support. They announced some stuff at the PSX conference. The two, well, there are three points that stood out to me, but two games-wise. One is we're getting a Last Guardian demo, um, which is actually coming, I think it's the 14th or 15th of December. It's about a 20-minute experience. The Last Guardian itself was a belting game. It was really good. I'm really happy to see that in, um, in VR, even if it is just a short thing, and it is free. And then... Early next year, we're going to get Wipeout in VR. And they've created three ships especially for it. I can only assume that one of these three new ships in Wipeout VR is going to be called the Vomit Comet. I'm sure, I'm sure one of them will be. That's the only thing I am slightly concerned about, um, is that how nauseous will you end up feeling? In fairness, Gran Turismo almost, almost had me after several laps. So Wipeout could be quite intense. <laughs> However, the full game, all tracks, courses, modes, everything is playable in VR. And is that going to be a free update if people bought the game? Free, yes, free update if you've already got the Omega Collection. Um, and there was a, a random bit of news uh, saying something that came out during the conference, whether it was said in the conference or afterwards, I'm not too sure. But apparently there are 180 games and experiences in development for VR. Well, sounds like there's some good support there then. I love Wipeout. I need to play some more of that when I'm on holiday over Christmas. It's a new month. We've had November. So, Codic Momentum update. Yes. Talk me through the runners and riders. Yeah, the runners and riders for November. Actually, we had quite a lot of interest, didn't we, for November? It was it was a pretty bumper month. And I can only imagine it was people clearing out their piles of unfinished and unloved games in the run-up to Christmas and the, the silly season of releases. I think it's our second busiest month of the year, which is really good. Really good that so many people are taking part uh, and pledging. What would you like to know? Would you like to know what everybody pledged, or do you want to know the people who pledged and finished? Because we did have some some people out there who didn't quite finish what they said they were going to. Well, I think, first of all, let's take a sample population of the people who didn't finish, just to, to name and shame, and, and see if we can get them uh, get them back on form in December. Well, I'm going to chuck out, first of all, at Solemn67, because he... 
is a brilliant supporter of this and he does finish games each month but he also tends to pledge more games than he ever finishes so I do want to know from you how you do with Mario Odyssey Gollum how's that one going because you had it on your list at VDJOMB this is actually a shout out because we know why he didn't finish two of his games having it going for his operation so fair play to you I'm glad everything went well and we'll no doubt speak to you soon Square Freak he sent an apology on the last day of November saying he couldn't finish Wolfenstein in time. He just didn't have the chance, which there's no excuse for that at all. You get your finger out, get that finished. It's like Thanksgiving over there, isn't it? So he's probably had all the families to contend with. He did, and I appreciate that. But when you've placed it on the 5th of November, that's loads of time. Well, you say that. <laughs> okay, so who's who's actually achieved something this month? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep sound on. Yeah. <laughs> Back to column. So at Solemn 67, he did The Wolf Among Us and Resident Evil 7. He cut through Resident Evil 7. Yeah, so I think that, that deserves some credit. Saintly Stewart, who did Burly Men at Sea and Stories Untold. You cannot say Saintly Stewart did Burly Men at Sea. That is <laughs> that's, that's libelous. It's on my list. Apparently it's what he, all right, he completed the game Burly Men at Sea. Okay, that's better. All right, rephrase that. You can edit it however you want. VitaFan9 finished Infamous Second Son Code Realize Guardian of Rebirth. What? Uh, what? Sev- I know. Um, move on, because I have no idea what that is. I- I'm assuming a JRPG. At 7 O'Clock Shadow, Batman Telltale series. He got through the whole of that. Uh, VDJ OMB did actually do Dead or Alive 5. Welsh Benno, Borderlands. Oh, so nice. game to get through. Yeah, excellent. We have an additional one from VDJ. Sorry, it was a late pledge and he did it, but um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Oh, oh, so tempted. Yeah, I don't blame you. It is good. Really need to get it before the end of the month if I'm going to. <laughs> before you hit that year of shame. Yeah. We had Fury AC3, did Overcooked, Haunted Crime, did Laser Fear and The Bunker. Will Spenno also did Skyforce Anniversary, uh, Cornwolf. Lego Star Wars Force Awakens and completed okay. it. Still not seen After- the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a bit of catching up to do. Um, and after giving him a bit of grief at Square Freak, he did actually do Final Fantasy XIV. I mean, to be fair... Heaven's Ward. To be fair, you know, we're slightly ribbing him, oh, you didn't have time to finish Wolf and stuff, but he did finish a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, I mean, he finished a Final Fantasy game. That's quite, that's quite impressive. Yeah, that, that deserves some props. Um, I've got another one on the list. Okay. Because I'm saving him till the end because it was his first joining in of Momentum. Oh, and wow. he finished a game. So at Kevney with Lego Ninja Go or Ninjago. <laughs> I'm never too sure how to pronounce it. Is that the one with the cats? All I know. There's cats in the film. I don't know whether that's in the game or the actual Lego, Lego, Lego or Ninjas. I think it's Lego Ninjas. My nephew's quite into it and I've only ever seen him with little ninja figures, never cats. So, well done. It was Well, he says it was him. We will trust him. I'm not saying one of his children did it for him. Okay, so. And the two two at the bottom of the list, yeah. which you're forgetting, quite conveniently. I know why you're forgetting it. Because my brain is riddled with tiny holes made by my years of working with acrylamide. I don't know. Yep, might be. I pledged Prey. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? Did I pledge and something? I finished, I, I finished it. And yes, you did pledge something. And I bet you haven't even played it. I certainly haven't even remembered it. (laughs) You played Resident Evil 4. 
I, yeah, I haven't even turned that on. Oh, that puts me on the naughty list. You're on the naughty list for not uh, not even attempting it. That's well, oh, terrible. Okay, so I suppose we've got to pick a winner. We do. So the winner for November. Have you got the hat full of names again? Um, ah, no, it was here. In my excitement, not hat as much as an envelope. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. The hat, figure of speech. It's been a headphone case. It's been an envelope. Yeah, we know. We know. All right, okay. So the winner is Haunted Crime. Excellent. For which game? For Layers of Fear. Yeah. And he had that on as a finisher, didn't he? Oh, good. Double or nothing. He did all right with that. (laughs) Didn't he just? (laughs) Okay, so it's now December. Get your pledges in for December because this is the one that really matters. At the end of the month, that's it. The scores are in. We start again in 2018. So you've got December to really, really hammer a few games home and make a change on that leaderboard because I've got I've got something to show you. Can I get Have it? Have you got them there? I've got well I I know I know oh. we've got prizes. I'm I'm gonna be showing them over video and if they're good, we'll put photos of them on the uh on the Twitter feed, well, on Facebook, hold, and on the on, website. All right, so hold on. Right. Now then. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, I've got this box here, which yeah. I'm going to do a live unboxing. Bear with. I'm going to cut the box open. Should, should you not be recording the video of this? <laughs> It might not work all that well over the podcast. They were just do do. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. But for those, obviously, for you guys listening out there, um, I am actually watching him unbox this. Yeah. Yeah, you could have worn clothes. You've never asked me that before. <laughs> right. So. Oh. In here, I've got four. I'm going to say knackered, knackered controllers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're really selling this price. <laughs> they look like DualShock 2s to me. Yeah, they've got cables in them. I think they yeah. are DualShock 2s. That one's, that one's absolutely f- <laughs> <laughs> So four of those, they cost me 99p on eBay. Right, so that's okay. And then I've got these. Oh. Little wooden plinth. Oh, they look very nice. I've got three of those. So oh, that'll yep. go on there. And then this, this bit, this plinthy bit, is going to get spray-painted really nice, glossy black, and prime it and everything. It'll be beautiful. Or or it'll just be a horrible mess with loads of streaks on. So, because so, I, I'm not really a spray-painter. Get to the point for the listeners. Basically, we're going to have a gold, silver, and bronze trophies for the leaderboard. Honestly, I went into home base. I bought, like, about five cans of spray-paint. They think I'm Banksy. <laughs> so yeah so i'm gonna make trophies so gold silver and bronze so if you think oh i'm close enough to get in the top three go for it absolutely go for it these are going to be a one of a kind right three of a kind are they going to the placeholders the people who finish first second and third or are we just engraving them with their names i reckon we should send them to them so you could win a genuine yeah. trophy or placing in our leaderboard. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not messing around here. I am actually going to make three trophies for the top, the second, and the third position, and and you can have them. And I'll get it engraved. 
Oh, engraved as well. Oh, we might as well. You know, we're going to do it properly. I mean, you know, I've bought I've bought four broken controllers off eBay for ninety nine p. I'm taking this very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so you have until the thirty first of December at midnight to get in as many games as you can and finished with proof over to us. Get your leaderboard position changed. Do you want to give us a quick update on any changes on the leaderboard? Yeah, I will do. So there's not been many changes. There's been um, lots of people scoring points, but actually the positions haven't changed dramatically. So the past couple of times I've done a, I've done a countdown, but to be honest, the reward isn't worth the effort expended. <laughs> so yeah, pretty pretty much at Welsh Benno and at Espana82, the only two have changed positions. Welsh Benno goes up one position, uh, uh, knocking Stephen Barnett down one. Uh, and also, uh, same deal for uh, Square Freak going up a position, uh, knocking Shingo Bingo down by one. If you want to reclaim those positions, then um, you need to uh, get submitting in December. Yeah. Looking at the top of the table, At Fury AC3 is still there, but he's not put many points on this week. And honestly, Vita Fan Nine, Saintly Stewart, you both got a chance if you if you put a couple in, if you put a couple of good finishes in this month, you've got a chance of knocking him off that top spot. I'm just looking at, I'm not that far away from taking third. But I'm excluded from winning, aren't I? I tell you what, if you um, if you get yourself in the top three, I'll make you your own. Yay! All right, because I've, I've got a spare broken controller. Oh, I get the f***ed one, do I? Not necessarily. <laughs> you might get what I call project reject. <laughs> um, anyway, no, seriously, all right. So if, if you get in the top three, Matthew, I'll make you your own special trophy and I'll, and I'll still make one for um, the first, you know, the first four in that case. Okay. Right. Okay. Because I don't want, I don't want anyone to be slighted by you. Yeah. That's my job. <laughs> yes. Actually, to be honest, so um, Haunted Crime's not, not far off as well. He's got 71 points. The top three we're looking at are 91 points to Stanley Stewart, 93 points to Vita Fan 9, and 108 points to Fury AC3. So it's it's close. There's not much in it. It is even um it's a fight. It is a fight for second, isn't it? Yeah. Get your pledges in. Get the games finished. We know it's Christmas. We know there's lots of family time. But we also know there's a bit of time off work. Hopefully a little bit of time again to game. And you've got until the thirty first of December. After that point, we will reset the leaderboard for twenty eighteen and we will start again. Yes, if you want to be the king of Kodak Momentum for 2017, this is the final push. And then, yeah, next year, it's a whole new competition, and I'll make some, I'll make some new terrible trophies. <laughs> How's that? Tell people how they can submit. Head to the website, CodecMoments.com. Look for the Kodak Momentum link on the menu bar. Click that, or if you want, from the drop-down, your new pick 2017's version. Um, and then just enter on the form that pops up on what you want that comes through to us we'll whack you on the list and we'll keep an eye on it excellent right so i think that about wraps it up for um for this month it does it does i've just got my last little bit is we still have a copy of farming simulator to give away for the nintendo switch so um, we have been getting some decent ideas coming through to us on how we can grow our listener base if you want to keep submitting those ideas or have got something new or even gain us some listeners let us know and we will pick a winner for that at the beginning of January. Okay, super. That's fab. So you can email podcast at codicmoments.com. You can get in touch uh, via Twitter with at Codic Moments, or you can look us up on Facebook. Yeah. Lovely. Right. Thanks very much, Matt. It's been uh, a lot of fun. I'm going to go and uh, inhale some spray paint in my garage. <laughs>
I, I'm not because it's ten past eleven at night, and uh, I think I'm probably going to go to bed. I'm not making anything tonight. I've just got a problem. <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> <laughs> and on that, goodbye. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs>